You are listening to The Creator's Conflict, where we will be interviewing creative people about the struggles they face as creators, how they overcome their setbacks, and what they've learned so far along the way. Okay, well, I mean, it's going to be echoey, but and it's going to be probably people walking by and et cetera, but what are you going to do? That's okay. We're live at PPE. This is amazing. We're in New York. Yes. And I have Sarah Roccovento. Hi. It's very exciting. Oh my gosh. So Sarah, (laughs) first things first, what do you do? What do I do? That's such a great question. Um, I do, I don't even know what to label my photography. I do a lot of Mm self-portraiture. Um, I kind of call it dark fine art. I think, I think that's a good way to describe yeah. it. Um, what kind of got you into that? Like, did you start out doing other stuff and then oh, you just yeah. kind of ventured into it? Like, tell us a backstory here. Okay. So I started it kind of as a joke when I was taking classes, uh, taking creative courses, because I take the same creative course with the same eight people every year. Mm-hmm. And so one year I decided I just want to do month, uh, weekly assignments and freak everybody out. Hell I just, yeah. just want to freak everybody out because they're good friends and let me just be as weird as I can be. And so it started out as a joke <laughs> and uh, I just did it totally for fun. And then I was doing weddings and babies and family portraits and the stuff that we all kind of, well, not everybody, but that a lot of people venture through, yeah. right? And then around May of this year, I got a little feedback like, why don't you go back to doing your weird stuff because you're really good at it. So that was interesting feedback. And I took a little while and then went, all right, let's try it. And I dropped weddings and portraits and babies and families. And I just started doing my own stuff. And it's so much fun. I have so many ideas. I don't know where I'm going with it. But it's way more fun to yeah. do. Yeah. So you kind of just like quit everything else cold turkey and just like went in right into it. So, you know, the I can say I quit, but mostly I had no clients really. And so I feel like almost the universe was like, yeah, you're not going to have any clients. I'm going to make this easy for you. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that works <laughs> so too. So it worked. Yeah, it worked. Works, right? But um, I do still, I will still shoot for my long time. I have some long time families that... I'll shoot for them, but um, you know, if I get like headshot requests, I, I turn them down. I, I actually have made that decision. Like, you know what? To me, no money right now is is better than not being happy with my work mm-hmm. because it wasn't just that I didn't like what I was doing and wasn't passionate about it. My work was actually kind of crummy and getting worse because I I had no passion in it. So. Yeah. That's, I think that's really good because um, yeah. you, you do what a lot of us are really struggling to do, and that's mm-hmm. like quit the stuff that doesn't make you happy. So I'm really proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I it helps really that I have a day job so uh, that yeah. I can do that. Um, I mean, but, that definitely helps. But I, I'll be honest um, with anyone struggling with this. I actually went through, a, like, I'll call it a grieving period, where I had a really hard time accepting I'm not going to be like everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Because it's so simple to be like everybody else. Like you feel comfortable, you do the same things, you're not out on a limb. And it's really hard to then put yourself out there and be like, nope, I'm going to go in this weird direction that nobody else is really going. And you have to be okay with the feedback, the looks, the funny stuff that people you know. It's For me, it's people I know. I don't care what strangers think. Right. But people I know are like, ooh, that's neat and you're like you don't have to like it yeah i'm not depressed no you're like i'm pretty happy actually <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a super smiley person who really likes to freak people out that's mm-hmm. what i would like to do so where do you get the inspiration to create your images <laughs> everywhere um literally i i looked at a tree in my backyard one day and was like oh my god i'm gonna do this like things will just come to me because I've started to be more open about it Mm -hmm. and I find the more I create the more ideas I get so if I stop creating my like well of ideas dries up so uh, some of the most recent pictures I did were inspired by the new Joker movie I was sitting in the movie theater and an idea came to me the entire outfit I wanted to wear I'm going to paint my face like a clown I I was still watching the movie and I was like yes I have to do this (laughs) you know so so really it's it's anywhere um you know it might be it might be friends it's usually not other pictures I see Mm -hmm. because I 
I don't ever want to be copying someone. Like I get right. inspired by by totally everyone, um, but it's usually just a color, a concept. Um, I have this bizarre fascination with rabbit masks. Yeah, I know. And how everyone <laughs> thinks that bunnies are these adorable little fuzzy creatures, and I see them as weird rodents. Um, so You like to go Donnie Darko with it, don't you? And it, I've never seen that movie. Oh, you haven't? Okay, no. but you know so the bunny I'm referring I, to, I, right? I know who yeah. it is, and everyone's like, oh, Donnie, Donnie Darko inspired. I'm like, yeah, totally. No, I've never seen that. I just think it's really funny to put someone in a rabbit mask. Yeah because it's much creepier. So everyone thinks rabbits are adorable, but then you put someone in a rabbit mask and everyone's like, why is that creepy and scary? (laughs) It's so, um, so yeah. So that's my project and you're all getting into masks this week. All of of you. I mean, I'm, I'm, more than kind of excited. I'm really excited about it, actually. I have a whole bag next to me of yeah. 11 different masks. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, like, the way that your work comes across, it is very, like, dark and moody. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to use the term depressing, but oh, it, no, like, you can. it is a little bit. But you're not at all. No. You're, like, very happy-go-lucky. Yeah. So, like, where are you pulling these inspirations from in your brain? Is there, like, I don't know, <laughs> like a darkness, repressed a memories. darkness no. to you? <laughs> totally is a darkness to me. Yeah. Um, but it, to me, in a really good way. So I'm not depressed at all. I actually don't suffer from depression. I mean, we all go through highs and Ups lows. And downs, yeah, right. yeah. But um, And it's funny because there are people that have reached out to family members like, is she okay? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm fine, I promise. And my brother will like respond like, yeah, she's just weird. Um, And we we embrace that in my family. So um, I have no idea. I hate horror movies. Yeah, me too. I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Right? So everything I post, people are like, this is terrifying. I'm like, I know, isn't it? I'm totally afraid of it. But when I'm creating stuff, because I think it started out with my fascination of making someone uncomfortable when they look at my photos. So I once did a photo that made people very uncomfortable and I didn't mean to be um, offensive to anyone. And I know it's a it's a hard subject, but I like doing things about hard subjects sometimes mm-hmm. because I don't know how to process them. So for me, if I, if I do a photo about I've done one about suicide that mm-hmm. was really hard for people to deal with. Of course, yeah. I completely understand that, and I'm not making light of it, and I'm not making fun of it. I did a photo about um, ODing using myself, so this mm-hmm. is and there's all all self portraits, pretty much all self portraits. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a very close friend of our family OD'd, and it's horrifying, yeah. right? And it's awful. And I don't know how to process it. No, of course. So sometimes with me, my depressing photos are because I don't know how to process something. So if I can make a photo about it, it's me working through it. Mm-hmm. And everything I do has some sort of meaning. Right. And I used to do just shock value, and then I started putting meaning. I may not explain that meaning. You may not ever know that but meaning. But it's for you. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So if I do... <laughs> a nude and pieces of me are covered that's me saying you got to be okay with this because I don't care that I'm a woman you know like those social taboos so I'll do things like that but if my work comes across as depressing it's usually me working through a particular issue that I'm putting out there in my work because I don't know how to how to deal with it sometimes I'm just doing it for shock value but yeah, I mean, now I'm I'm there's there's stuff behind it so yeah. you know the creepy the creepy skeleton reaching for my legs coming up the stairs that was my number one fear as a child right, right. so I was like how can I represent that and in in a lot of people were like I was so afraid of that too that one like freaked me out yeah yeah but when you're a little kid or even an adult you think like I'm the only one that feels this Mm -mm. way about this fear and then you do it and then all these people are like I have the same fear and I'm like oh okay cool yeah it wasn't just me being rational common one no because we had Mm -hmm. creepy stairs in our basement too that were unfinished and so there was like spaces in between all of the stairs (laughs) right so you're like oh yeah there's there's definitely something back there that's gonna gonna reach through and grab me oh yeah um going back to what you're saying about like processing your like thoughts and feelings through photos it's really funny because I have a similar kind of like origin story with my photography as well 
Um, I used to draw and paint a lot until I realized I wasn't very good at it. Um, <laughs> but the reason I was drawing and painting all the time was I was trying to like express things in my brain because I used to be a very quiet, like shy, reserved kid. Mm. Yeah. Not so much anymore. But no, me too. Yeah, and I just I couldn't never figure out how to tell someone that I was like yeah. feeling sad or feeling upset or angry, so it would all come out in like my art stuff. Yeah. Um, and then that transitioned into like self-portraits and doing, you know, weird photos, just, you know, whatever, just yeah. whatever happened to be in your brain, right? And I've stopped doing that now because I've finally like, I guess, grown up or mm -hmm. matured or whatever. And I've, I'm now being like, oh yeah, no, you're pissing me off. I'm going to tell you straight to your face. <laughs> so I don't do those self-portrait things mm -hmm. anymore. But um, it's just really funny that is like a very, I feel like it's a similar uh, yeah. story for a lot of artists. It is. Yeah. It is. And some people don't do it through self-portraiture. They'll do it in other, other means. Mm -hmm. For me, self-portraiture is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm going to admit this, I'm super lazy. <laughs> so if I want to do a photo, I'm impatient. Yeah. I don't want to find someone. No. I'm just going to do it myself. Or I'm too afraid to ask someone to do something weird. Mm -hmm, like, can mm -hmm. you strip naked and just put this skull strategically placed? I won't do that. I'll just be like, I'll do it. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like sometimes, too, when you're doing more conceptual work where it's very expressive and emotional, it's sometimes really hard to get someone else to feel through their body motions the yes. way that you have it in your head. Absolutely. Which is, again, another reason why I always did self-portraits because, like, oh, I know that if I put my hand here and bend my wrist like that or mm -hmm. if I tilt my head mm -hmm. to the side, like, you know, it's going to portray the emotion that I want it to, whereas it's really, like, I know Brooke Shaden when she, yeah. when she shoots, she'll go up to the model and like move them. and move them yeah which is great because she has this really good trust with her models that she's been working with for years but like just you know some random model that you've just met isn't gonna like that very much yeah and even okay so I just did something recently and I wanted my friend to play dead for me and usually I, I, don't, I wouldn't ask someone to do that mm -hmm. and for me if I'm doing it because I, I happen to do this a lot um I know how to get into a mindset mm. of I've been murdered I'm dead I can make my expressions the way I want them to be very dead. I watch a lot of crime dramas. So I see a lot of like <laughs> fake crime of, scene photos. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> it's fascinated. So it was funny working with someone who is a wonderful, lively spirit and he's so alive and literally I'm standing over him and I'm like, you need to be more dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't, he couldn't do it, which is a, just a wonderful testament to who he is and such a bright, personality but it was really hard because I couldn't do the photo I wanted exactly yeah. and so I switched it up and it was great yeah. but it was just it was not quite where I was going because not everybody's as strange as me in the yeah. way that I'm like I'm gonna practice being dead in the eyes <laughs> <laughs> you just like stand in front of the mirror and just make different expressions at yourself I don't now but yeah. I did a lot of theater and I was a cheerleader okay. so yes I've, I've done a lot of in front of the mirror making sure everything is exactly yeah. how it should be growing so, up theater yeah did you study it or were you just no. doing like in high school or so, no, I did it as an adult. Okay. I decided, because I was such a wimp in, like, high school mm -hmm. and college. Like, I was so afraid to do everything, and yeah. I didn't talk to people. And, and I, I know all of you out there are like, that's a lie. <laughs> you never <laughs> shut only up. you knew her then. <laughs> no, no, I, I did not speak. Um, and, and I was so afraid of, like, my own shadow. I just was so afraid to do anything and step out into the light. So then as an adult, I was like... I'm going to audition randomly for this theater down the street from my house. And then I, I got cast and I was like, oh, crap. That's amazing. <laughs> now what do I do? Um, so oh, Jeremy, my friend Jeremy, who episode just released today, yeah. just brought me coffee. And he's my new favorite person in the yes, entire world. It's so great. <laughs> That's a good friend right there. Hell yeah. But yeah, so I did theater as an adult. Um, I don't know that I was any good, but I did it for a few years and it was super fun. And I met awesome people and... I don't mind being on stage because I'm super expressive and was always cast as the sarcastic person. I can see that for you. Yes, oh, yeah. I was typecast a lot. <laughs> but it was, it was really fun. And then when I got into photography, I just, you didn't have time for No, theater. no, for both. That takes a lot of time. What was yes. your, um, how often were you uh, rehearsing or like performing or going out for stuff? Uh, well, so if you got cast, rehearsals were three times a week, mm -hmm. usually, and it was like three months 
Um, and I tried to go out for a show every season. Yeah. And I did not do musicals. I did. I will. I'm still terrified of singing in front of people. Yeah. I, I sang in the car in Iceland with a few people, and I was <laughs> like, "You guys are the first people that have ever heard me Aww. sing." Um, but but theater, getting up on the stage, I have no problem with that. <laughs> That's really cool. What was some of your favorite roles that you did? Oh my gosh. Do you remember any? So I was in Noises Off. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember cast char- like character names, but you're running around like for two hours. There's running on and off stage, and and it was it was a blast. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. For me, it didn't matter because I was kind of always with the same people, and it was a fun little community. So before I get into photography, that was my community yeah. was a little theater community, and they're so awesome, and they're still so supportive. There were that's really great, great people. But um, were yeah. you doing other art stuff before the theater too, or no. was that kind of your first foray into it? <laughs> that was really that was really it and I got into photography pretty late I always wanted to do it literally in high school I wanted to do it and I was just terrified to Mm -hmm. go do it and and I went through the path a lot of us go through of you should go to college and get a job Mm -hmm. and and it's not like anyone my dad was a an awesome hobby photographer so that's you know I knew a lot about cameras and I knew how to take pictures but I wasn't encouraged to do that, but I wasn't discouraged to do it. So it was just, I don't know. It was like decide for yourself what you're going to do. And I was so afraid back then of being different Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I was like, I'll go to college. I hate school guys. Um, and, and, (laughs) and I was very bad at it. And then it was like, I'll get a job and then I'll get another job. And it just, you know, then I was like, I'm going to buy a camera and take pictures. Yeah. Why not? What did you go to school for? Spanish. Wow. <laughs> really? Yes. So what is your degree? What is your degree like title? Is it like a bachelor's? Bachelor of, like of Arts in Spanish. Okay. That's cool. And yeah, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't are, you, are you still like fluent? No. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I can get by yeah. if I have to. I can yell at someone really well. Oh, perfect. Um, I mean, that's all you need, right? Yeah, I, I know how to ask where the bathroom is. Hey, that's also important. <laughs> um, so then, what is your? You said you had a day job. What is your day job now? Like, what are you? What are you doing on your nine to five? I am an IT operations specialist for a health insurance company. Okay, <laughs> how did you get into that? Uh, I don't know. By accident, I started working for a company and I worked my way up and just got different jobs within the company. And apparently, I'm really good at learning software, mm. writing documentation, working with developers, um, like translating what, you know, if someone says, I need this screen to do this and this button to do that, Mm -hmm. and then translating that over to a developer who's going to code it, like the real smart people. Um, So I was that middleman, and for some reason, I was just really good at it, I think, because I'm just good at talking to people and drawing stuff out. Um, And I'm analytical, too. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I've been doing that for a while, and it's a wonderful career that allows me to come to PPE. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not too demanding on your time then? It's like very nine to five and then you get to go home and not think about it? Um, so I work at home. I don't ever have to go into an office. Oh girl, you hit the jackpot. (laughs) Yeah. I don't leave my house much, guys. Amazing. That's actually, that's really cool. No, it's really cool because literally I can be working and as soon as I'm done working at whatever time that is, when I get my work done, I can set up lights, do a photo, like it just, or start retouching. I just roll it's good and it's bad because you do find yourself just working like 10 12 hour days because you're not driving anywhere so you don't have a break so I've become a little bit of a shut-in so that's That's why these things are good because it makes me realize I need people yeah we were like um I was telling you earlier we just kind of got to our Airbnb last night and we just sat around like the 10 of us just drinking wine and like eating pizza and chips and stuff and um but there are 10 of you that's well, there's, there's eight of there's, there's eight of us in the Airbnb, and then two other people <sighs> came over to just hang out because they're also like sort of nearby, and we were just talking about how like the reason we come to these things is literally just for conversation yes. with other creative people, yeah. like kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast, like bringing yes. the conversations out into the world. 
Um, and I told them too, I was like, you know, PPE has been downsizing and uh, like who knows what it's going to be like in the next couple of years. I but know. if people still agree to come to New York every October, even just to hang out, yeah. like we could maybe like organize some shoots, like something to do so we could write yeah. it off as a business expense as yeah. we do right now. Um, I'm down. Like it doesn't matter if there's PPE or not. If, right. if October is New York month, then yeah. let's, let's do it. And I'm super selfish and lazy, like I said. Um, this is the closest one to me, so mm-hmm. I can drive to this. So oh, for me, can. oh yeah. So I, it's been like it, it just makes it easier because yeah. I don't have to worry about. You know, it's the same time zone as my work. So if I had to work, I I could. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it's it's I, nice for me. It's the only thing close by. Yeah. They don't do. It's really hard on. I'm from the Boston area, and there nothing comes to Boston, so we right. have to come to New York. Yeah. So the less there's things in New York, it, it's even less that's over here for did us to drive? do. you drive? I did. How long does it take? Uh, it was about four and a half hours. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad at all. No, and I, I love alone time. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to... <laughs> I'm alone all the time. I don't know what my <laughs> problem is. But it, it's nice. Um, I get anxiety coming to these things, so it gives me a little time to just breathe and recognize I'm a weirdo and yeah. I don't need to be nervous. You're all my friends. Oh yeah. No, we love you. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's, you know, a lot of us have anxiety. I, do, I totally yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's the anxiety of travel. So if I don't have to fly, mm. it's so much easier on me. What is it about um, traveling that gives you anxiety? Is it just like the, like the flight being bumpy or? No, no, no. It's, um, it, so I actually have a hard time in large groups of people. Oh, so this is, like, not great for you either then. So I'll be okay, but if I'm on that, this is why I like being on the expo floor. So if I ditch anyone, this is why. (laughs) If I'm on the expo floor and I start to panic because there's too many people, I remove myself. Mm -hmm. So I might come to an area where we're sitting where there's no one. And I just, so that's kind of why I like sometimes to walk around alone. It's Mm -hmm. not because I don't like any of you. Um, It's it's literally because sometimes there's too many people. You feel, like, claustrophobic? No, I actually feel other people's emotions and it's really hard for me if I'm in an enclosed space with a lot of people for too long, Uh I get very overwhelmed by it and I need to step out and breathe. Right. So you're really like empathetic. Yes. Yes. Very much so. A a lot. Yeah. I, I, yes, a lot. (laughs) That's not, um, that's, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, that's really not fun at all because like living, coming to it, like, for example, like a big city to come to a big show, yeah. I can only imagine how overwhelming it must be for you. Yeah. Um, I've gotten better. So I just really learned in the last couple of years what, <laughs> what was wrong with me. No, I, I literally grew up not thinking something was wrong with mm-hmm. me because I could walk into a room and cry just because it was and then busy get or, mad yeah. and then be fine if I left. And I, yeah, yeah. I literally thought something was wrong with me and never talked to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kept this really like down low until I started talking to people that were very open about it um, and started explaining it to me. Right. And I started reading up on it and started realizing this is actually a thing. This really, really happens. Mm-hmm. And so now... I know that if I start to get overwhelmed, I will remove myself from a space and then kind of see, like, does it go away? So what's mine versus what's everything else? And so now I know to do that. And then I can kind of go, okay, that wasn't mine. I'm not feeling 18 emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dead inside, so it's okay. Have I'm you, still me. Have you ever had, like, a full-blown panic attack yes. where you just feel like you're dying yeah. or, like, your heart's going to explode? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Um, yeah, I actually had um, – I, I was at a workshop uh, a little over a year ago. There were not a lot of people. It was maybe 10 people. Mm-hmm in the room but it was a very emotional very amazing time and I literally started to have a panic attack burst into tears had to go sit outside for a good half an hour and just breathe um be because of everything that was happening and I that's when I really like that's when it really hit me of yeah of this is what you need to do this is how you need to do it um I do 
I have started to actually get like actual panic attacks and, and chest pains. And when you're over 40, oh, you're like, oh, oh my God, am I having I'm a heart attack? Um, so I've started to get more anxiety and stuff like that while I'm older, as I'm getting older. And so I'm now trying to figure out like, where is this coming from? Because mm-hmm. I don't think this is me because I'm not an anxious person. Yeah. I'm actually pretty pretty calm I go with the flow like I don't have a plan for this week yeah, we're no. just gonna do whatever I'm gonna walk around I'll see people it'll be great yeah. but I even right now have a tremendous amount of anxiety and some of it is talking about it because yeah, it's like I'm being vulnerable but but some of it is I know I'm gonna have to go upstairs and there's right. a lot going on yeah. um and so I do get a little closed off I do have to remove myself so at parties I will bounce from conversation to conversation and it's not it's really not because I'm bored with anyone um it's because I have to, I have to keep moving because that's the only way I know how to get through it. Right. So it's, it's funny. It's very interesting um, now, but I can sit in a room and know if someone's sad. Really? I can sit in a room and I won't know who it is. You just feel but it But I, I was at a seminar yesterday and I got teary at one point and I, it was not me. So someone, you know, whatever they were hearing, someone was going through something and and it came and I recognized it came and I was like wow this is weird because I'm not sad that didn't affect me (laughs) what's going on and then it went because I recognized that's not yours and kind of let it go it's a very strange thing and and I'm sure not everyone buys into it and that's okay Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's really interesting to now know these emotions aren't always mine because I literally thought something in my brain was broken for my entire life. Right. So it's neat. It's almost like you have a superpower. <laughs> no, no. Like the it's, opposite of a superpower. I bet if I could control it, like what I was letting in and yeah. know it wasn't mine right away, maybe uh-huh. it could be that way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for me, it's a little bit of a curse. Yeah. So I don't watch the news because I cry. Right. All the time. Yeah. Um, we went to uh, World Trade Center last oh, night, shit. and it was, I was so overwhelmed, which is an overwhelming place, it, anyways. It is, yeah. But I was trying to explain it to someone. I was like, there's so much sadness here that will always be here yeah. because yeah. people lost their lives here yeah. and their sadness is still here. And that's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. Like, yes, it's it's an emotional thing. Yes, it's sad. And, like, I think we all recognize mm-hmm. that. Like, that's my rational. Like, yeah, it's sad. That's that's me. But it was over. Like, I was just crying. Like, this person who had just met me is, like, hugging me. <laughs> like, are you okay? Oh, I was like, no. I'm all right. And it's, it's just hard to try to explain that to people sometimes that um, I, I really am okay. <laughs> I just, I just feel all these things, yeah. um, and they're not necessarily all mine. Yeah. So it's weird. Do you put some of that into your art too? Like sometimes when you do like some of the more, um, really, I don't want what's the word I'm looking for? Um, really like intense stuff. Is that sometimes not all your emotions? Is no, it's all me. It's all you. So okay. it's really funny when I'm creating that I don't feel the intense intensity of it yeah like, I just, just create yes yeah, you're this just is taking just it out of your brain and just putting That's, on the camera screen yes yeah. so if people are feeling like wow this is great or this move me that's probably the biggest compliment I'll ever get because I swear that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm literally at this point, I'm just creating. Yeah. I love creating and I I love post-processing just as much as I love taking the picture. Yeah. So I spend way more time post-processing than I do taking my photos. My photo starts out as an idea and I have zero idea where it's going to mm. go. I might be like, maybe some reds. Yeah. But that's it. Like that's as much as my brain has in it. So I like to shoot things. And when I shoot rabbits, I'm shooting them very plain Mm -hmm. because I want to post process the crud out of them afterwards. You almost want it to be kind of like the the photo is like your blank canvas. And then from there you can turn it into like your art piece. It is because I don't, I don't go into it knowing exactly. I'll know, I'll know some details that I want, Mm -hmm. but sometimes, sometimes I'm spur of the moment. I don't care. But, um, 
but if I'm working with other people, especially like I'll shoot in two minutes and I'm like, I just need you to put this mask on, mm-hmm. stand here and I shoot and I'm done. And I'm like, thank you very much. Yeah. Basic settings, like no crazy lighting, just really blank no. canvas for you. And, and with this particular project, I'm, I'm just doing the available light because I, I, I'm not doing yet. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to take up people's time. I'm mm-hmm. shooting other people. Um, again, I'm super nervous asking people yeah, like, yeah, can yeah. I take this picture of oh. you? <laughs> um, like a nerd. Um, even if it's people I know, uh, I'm just a little nervous about it. Like on the train, I was like, I'm going to chicken out and I'm not, I'm just going to carry around no, masks. I'm going to make sure no, that I'll, you're going to do, do it. it. I'll do it. Well, with my <laughs> friends, it's easy. I want to get out of the comfort zone and I actually want to, um, push myself a little yeah. bit to ask people I don't know well. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I think like you said too, like you're, you're revolving, um, all the time. Like yeah. you've gone from the shy little quiet girl to the girl, the woman you are now. Yeah. So, I'm still like, the shy little quiet girl inside. though. I, she comes out. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I admit she's never going to leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is your kind of process then for creating these shoots? Can you walk us through kind of like a typical day? Like say you're at work and you get an idea What's um, what's the next thing that you do? Do you like storyboard it or mood board it or? So, a lot of times I'll jot down. I have a little Excel spreadsheet. I have a Google Google sheet. A Google sheet. Um, I will have a Google sheet, and I'll jot down very basic idea if something comes to me. Um, might be a color. Could be lighting if I'm mm-hmm. going to use. If it's if I'm working just with me, I, I will most of the time use lighting to do mood and stuff not all the time but sometimes mm. but I'll, I'll just jot down random things um that I may or may not do like am I going to be holding something am I going to be like do I need creepy hands that's that's something that's written a lot yeah. creepy fingers creepy hands. creepy hands um and you know composite or you know I'm, I might jot you know am I wearing a wig or a particular dress so I might jot stuff like that down very basics mm-hmm. um if I'm not going to shoot it right away. So like if I have to go get a prop or go to a certain place, I'll jot it down. If I have an idea and I just want to do it, I'll do it. And then I'll write it down on my little list later. Okay. Um, so I don't try to plan too much. Mm-hmm. Some of my, if I, if I'm doing a project, like if I'm doing stuff about childhood fears, which I have, those are all jotted down because yeah. I needed to think back and be like, what the heck was I afraid of? Like, right. Everything. Okay. Let's break <laughs> this down. <laughs> everything. No, I was, I was totally terrified of like everything yeah. as a child. Um, so it really depends. It really depends. I like to be more fluid. So even if I jot something down super specific, I I just get fluid because obviously while you're shooting, maybe it's not working out the right way. Or if you're compositing, sometimes yeah. it doesn't go the way you thought. And um, I don't go reshoot. I just figure out, all right, how am I going to make this work? Right. So would you then, as a backup kind of... Um do like you know two or three different poses to make oh, sure I do that you a have ton something. of different poses yeah so you, you don't yes. just like go there and set up and be like this is what I want and then just nope. take that you're like moving and no I've I've been taught um early on by a wonderful man just like okay good do your shot and then do a bunch of other stuff right. yeah. um and so so I do especially if I'm gonna go oh my god guys if I'm gonna <laughs> composite that was loud, I'm sorry <laughs> This is the real me. You got the real me. No, if I'm going to composite, I've also learned from like, I've watched like every Brooke Shaden video um, because it's those little things you sometimes forget because you're so in your head about this one shot that you forget. Take a bunch of other ones. Right. Um, So I've started doing that a lot more so that it gives me options. Like, do I want my hair this way? Do I not? Do I want to flip a dress? Do I not? Mm -hmm. So, so I'll just do, um, I'll, I'll do a bunch of stuff and sometimes my stuff will start out nice and like I'm gonna do this airy beautiful photo and then I'm like I don't like my face let's make it weird um and that that'll happen when I'm processing because I don't know and and so I will shoot a bunch of different stuff Mm -hmm. um if I'm gonna composite I have so many shots to to go from because I don't know what I'm gonna do when I start to process it 
That's really good. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you do that because I, I did make that mistake a few times when I was doing my stuff to not take backup poses or yeah. makeup, whatever. Yeah. Backup, whatever shots. And then it was like, oh, shit, now I got to figure this out. Yeah. So I'm also using my phone to shoot. So I, I use an, an app. So oh. I'm, I'm shooting and I can see them. Yeah. What is, is, it, what is that called again? I use um, Canon Camera Connect. Yes, yes. That's the one. Yeah. Is what I use. Mm-hmm. And so I'm you know, it's almost like you're tethered because I can see my shots. So I can do a pose and be like, nope, this isn't going to work. This is my, and that happens literally every time. My original idea looks like crap. (laughs) And so I just start shooting weird stuff and then figure it out. And because I've done so much compositing now, I am so comfortable being like, I want my hand from this. I want my left eye from that. (laughs) Like literally I will cobble together body parts because I liked what a finger was doing over right. here yeah. and so it, that took me a while to get to but now I'm I can composite very quickly and so that's really cool yeah I was gonna ask you if you ever get tired of shooting yourself but it kind of <laughs> sounds like you're just using yourself as like doll pieces to put together into like, a new I'm person. so narcissistic no I love to shoot myself no literally um I don't get tired of it because it's almost self-preservation for yeah. me. It allows me to continue to create and be a little bit in my comfort zone, right? right? So what mm-hmm. I need to do and why I'm trying to shoot other photographers this week is forcing myself to talk to other people, mm-hmm. to work with other people, because i that's what's hard for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally yeah. brings me like pain just yeah, yeah. to think about it. Um, because that's where I need to work on. Mm. So I'm trying to keep it simple for them, yeah. right? Because I'm like super accommodating. Like, I just need a minute of your time, yeah. literally. Um, and then play with it. Um, right. So I'm doing this as an exercise to open myself up. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, do you find it hard to shoot other photographers? Like, do you find that sometimes they want to like interject their own um, ideas? Or have you been really lucky? In that so, so not far? yet. Yeah. I've shot. Um, four different or five different creatives with the rabbit masks on um and they're people I know so they trust me right so I'm like I just want you to wear this mask um so I asked Brooke Shaden at her promoting passion this Amazing. year and you know it was a safe space it's yes. her thing she was kind of running around yeah. someone someone had a rabbit mask I didn't have one. Someone had one and I borrowed it and I walked over it. And because it's Brooke and I've met her a bunch of times and she's like the nicest soul. I was just like, Hey, will you put this on and pose for me? And she's like, I'm afraid. I was like, don't be. (laughs) And it was like a two minute thing. So I could then let her go. But that's kind of when the idea happened that I was like, wait a minute. I should do this for everyone. I'm going to make everyone I know put these on. And I chose photographers because you guys all know the photographers. So we all photograph other people, Mm -hmm. but we ourselves don't usually get in front of other, each other's cameras. No, never. I never do. I like hide from people's cameras. Okay. So you hide. I do. So I want to put you all in masks so you feel super comfortable. Oh, if you can't see my face, I'll give you like whatever you want. I know. I don't even care. Like, no, I'll I know. That's why yeah. I'm I'm I chose to do this because yeah. it's going to be super simple for you guys. But I also want to highlight that we are all a big group of awesome weirdos. And I don't care how normal people think we are. <laughs> we're this big I group mean, of awesome we're people. Artists. Yes, but some you gotta admit, some artists are very straight laced yeah. and very, and we are not, no. and that's okay. And so I want to show that. That's um, the one thing that I'm really thankful for. This group of people that we have kind yes. of found through this convention, yes. like hopping uh, mm-hmm. group of ours from Facebook or whatever, is that we're all so similar, but so different. So we always have something to talk about. There's always something you can relate to. Like there's not one person that I've met from this group that I'm just like, Oh, they're weird. Like, I don't like, I don't like like weird in a normal way. Yes, exactly. Or like weird in like a, (laughs) a, an actual weird way. It's just, we're all artists and we all have, you know, these little quirks that we, we all do. And some of us create similar kind of stuff and some of it's like totally far out, but 
whatever. We're all the same. I, I so love it. I, I love now that I'm super comfortable where I'm at in my work and it looks nothing like, like the rest of yours. You guys shoot these beautiful, amazing people and they're these gorgeous like models or <laughs> wonderful setups and hair and makeup. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I make myself look like a corpse? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and, do what you do you. But you guys are so accepting of it. You're no, just like, no, you're one of us. And no. I'm like, yeah. it's the thing is that it's like, it's obviously something you're passionate about. It's really well done, first of all, because that's where I judge people. I'm like, is this any good? No, oh, whatever. <laughs> but no, it's like, it's really good. And it's, you know, very passionate and it's very... I'm trying to think of the word. I'm like, my brain is blanking because it's That's early. Okay. And I'm like I know, you need to coffee. drink your more coffee. But like, <laughs> it's great. It's really good. I really love your work. Oh my God, thank you. It's so, this is so surreal to me, everybody. I met everyone last year and now I'm like, oh, I have to go be interviewed for a podcast. <laughs> and people are like, really? And I was like, yes, yeah, like, like I made it. It's very <laughs> prestigious. This is huge for me. I'm um, so excited. Do you, love, do you love my kind of like ghetto setup here? No, I love this setup. Yeah. I also love that every once in a while someone walks by and they're like, ooh, what's happening? I also <laughs> love that people keep sitting at the table next to us and crinkling their wrappers. <laughs> so I apologize if anyone can hear that. <laughs> There's also like, um, uh, what do you call those things? Those, uh, like the things that move up and down that you like stroll around like two by fours and stuff. It keeps beeping. So yeah, you might hear that too. But Oh, yeah. Those, Words like, are escaping me. Things. Um, forklift. Forklift. Thank <laughs> you. There's a forklift over there and it keeps beeping. So, yeah, you know, that's fun. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to get into my list of questions here. Um, oh, jeez. That wasn't it? <laughs> oh, no, dude. That was just us chatting. Holy crap. <laughs> so, I like I, um, people that have been listening to this know that I do have kind of a list of questions and sometimes I ask them, sometimes I don't. Okay. I'm going to ask them for you, for you okay. today. So, what is something... Um, what is something that you would do to deal with stressors in your life? So if you're having a panic attack, if you're really anxious about going to meet people to come to these conventions, what would you do to kind of like calm yourself down or to like recover from a bad shoot or a bad day? <laughs> okay. Uh, there's an answer I'm not going to give. <laughs> <laughs> Wine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, w it was worse than that. Okay. Um <sighs> I listen to music as an outlet, and I sing at the top of my lungs if I need to get shit out. Yes, girl. Love that. Um, not in front of anyone. Like, not even my husband. Okay, I just, top of my lungs, whatever song I need to, to get it out. If we go do karaoke, are you going to... Oh, God, no. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I will, I will sit in the back and judge. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm terrified of singing in front of people. Like, terrified. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only time I think I, I get stage fright. I've done it once, and it's horrifying. Um, but no, so I use music as an outlet, like listening to something. So if I, let's say something made me really angry mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will listen to angry music okay and it doesn't make me angrier it helps me just get rid of it it like um balances out yeah. the emotions that you're feeling it's just like okay mm -hmm. yeah so this is this is my this is my mood um so I'll probably use music um or something medicinal <laughs> you can say it it doesn't matter <laughs> this is, it is labeled explicit do what you gotta do <laughs> I'm just not blowing up my own shit. Yeah, all right, um, all right. No, no. It, honestly, I think, you know, I think alone time and I I just, I don't know. I might binge Netflix for like eight hours just mm -hmm. to get over something. Hey, man, that's yeah, very acceptable. Yeah. I, I binge uh, the TV shows way too much as yeah. well. Yeah. But they just make me feel calm and happy yeah, exactly. and relaxed. I can and just kind of forget about yeah, stuff like and be I, like, all right, let cool. Let me deal with your drama for a bit. I'm just going to forget yeah. mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, let me watch a crime show. And when eight people are murdered, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. Like, literally, that's oh like my God. how I do stuff. That's really good. I'm glad that you found that, like, outlet for yourself in the music and and the yeah you know, yeah I've always I've always been I used to sit on the swing set by myself as like a six-year-old child and just sing like yeah. made-up songs oh, I just so cute. it's just it's just music for me just to get through emotions or work something out but yeah. I'm always alone when I do that so it's probably just alone time yeah. it's just my own feelings so that's it that's why I like driving yeah because I'm alone and mm -hmm. I can drive fast I love um <laughs> When I used to have a car, I don't have one now, but when I used to have one, I used to drive around and just blast music. Yes. Scream, sing at the top of my yes. lungs. Yes, that's it was what I do. the best yeah. time. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very um, it's cathartic. It is. Thank yeah. you. That was the word I was looking yeah. for. I was like therapeutic. No. Yeah. Satisfying. Yes. But yeah, cathartic. <laughs> it's is cathartic. The word. Yeah. yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. So, what have you? What is something you've learned about yourself along the way in this kind of like art journey for yourself? I've learned I'm not so different than other people, and I think a lot of times we go through that. Um, at some point in our lives, like you feel like you maybe don't belong. Um, it took a long time for me to find my community, mm-hmm. um, considering I, I found you all last year. Yeah. Um, I did have, you know, a local group. So I had a couple, like three people, <gasps> three or four. I'm going to say four women. They're awesome. Um, but it took me a very long time to realize, oh, my God, there's another group of people out here that I feel super um, super comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I always had problems building really good connections with friends and I don't know why. So I don't have people that I am close to from childhood mm-hmm. or from high school. None. I don't either. Yeah. And it's just because I'm too different. I, it, just, and that was the thing. But yeah. now what I'm realizing is, um, there's this wonderful group of accepting people. And the more I talk about stuff, mm-hmm. the more people are like, no, I'm exactly like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it was just coming out of my shell, um, and realizing that you guys are this awesome group of people and taking a chance on meeting meeting everybody and randomly hopping in cabs last year with people I didn't know the oh. second I got to New York. Like, yeah. n- normally you'd be like, that was not a good decision. Um, but it was, like, the best decision I've ever made. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, what is... If you could go back couple years to when you first started this is mm-hmm. there anything that you would love to go back and tell yourself to do differently or would yes. you just keep it the same well okay so it's really hard I learned a lot when I was doing weddings portraits babies um I, I learned a ton so I don't want to say I, I would go back and tell myself don't do that mm-hmm. but I'd love to go back and tell myself to be like keep doing your art and do that right yeah so I also if I go back further, I wish I would have told myself to just get out of your own head and pursue this in the first damn place. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, I probably wouldn't have met any of you. You know what I mean? Things would have been so different. Yeah. You don't know. So so it's really, I wish I would have done more of my creative stuff along the way. And I stopped. Yeah. So. What is something that really drives you to be better and to like keep improving? <sighs> All of you fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Seriously. The more you guys post in it, it has, it's, it, you're not even in my, like, we're not in the same genres. Like, you and I are on two polar opposites, but if you post this gorgeous, fucking amazing thing, I get so stoked, and I'm like, I need to do better. I need to be amazing. And it's not because I'm competing. Yeah. It's because I feel like you guys are raising the bar for me, and oh, I'm like, girl. Yes. Let's do more. I get so... Can you tell? I got a little excited there. Her you, face has like, just lit up right now. It's amazing. Because, because you guys are such an awesome group and I know you. And this is what makes a difference. I'm not that inspired by people I've never met. Mm-hmm. And like their work is inspiring. Their work is amazing. Yeah. But I've never met them so they don't personally move me. Right. Now I have this big group of awesome people and you move me. And I love it. And she's taking a picture of me <laughs> because I'm so stoked right now. <laughs> That was my favorite photo ever. Um, But seriously, that's what it is. The more you guys raise your own bar, the more I want to just kick ass. That's awesome. (laughs) It's it's almost like I I feel like I need to keep up. I need to do better. Right? It's not competition. It's just like, yes, I want to be on this ride with you. Mm -hmm, Definitely. (laughs) That's really cool. I'm really happy that (laughs) I'm really happy that you're in our group. I, I don't want to say our group, like my group, no, whatever, but, it's our but group. just the, 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 <laughs> the group, group, the group of these like, in, you know, convention hopping people. I know we are yeah. convention hoppers. They're the, they're the effing best. I freaking love them so much. Um, what is, what do you think has been the biggest risk that you've taken so far in your career? Honestly, I think going back to my, and it's probably not even a risk, but for me, it felt like a risk to just drop Weddings, yeah. portraits, headshots, yeah. which I've never... If you look at my website, you'd be like, you didn't drop this. I haven't updated my website because okay. I'm just terrified. Yeah. Um, but really, it's making that decision to actually just be me and do what makes me happy. I, 
I know it's not a risk. I know someone's going to listen and be like, that's not a risk. No, it is just be doing it. But, but for me mentally, I had like, it was huge for me to make the decision to just shoot what I think is just silly and fun. Like, that's how I look at my work. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just doing weird stuff because it comes to me and I think it's fun. Yeah. What I'm starting to realize is that's how I should be working. Like, that's your business, Sarah. That's what it is. But the rational, you know, I like IT side of me is just like, that's not a business plan. You know, like I'm my own mom or something in my head. I don't know. So for me, that's the biggest risk I've, I've taken is deciding to say, okay, I'm not going to make any more money <laughs> doing yeah. this stuff, yeah. this comfort zone. I'm going to go be creative and do what I really should be doing. Sometimes um, when you are doing stuff that you don't love, mm-hmm. like, you know, the weddings or yeah. anything like that, it's it, it almost doesn't even matter how much someone's going to pay you. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if you're miserable doing it, it's not worth it. Well, and that's what's funny is I wasn't miserable. So weddings I was not miserable mm-hmm. with, but I started, the less I did them and the more I started to do creative stuff, the less I wanted to do them. Yeah. So I've, I've shot, I'll shoot with another local photographer if he needs a second. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it because he's great to work with. And, um, you know, and it's, it's some good money. Totally, yeah. So but I started to laugh at. <laughs> I know, but I started doing it, and I realized I don't want to be here. Mm. And I had never felt that way before about weddings. Right. So that's really when I started coming to grips with. Yeah. This isn't what I should be doing because no, yeah. I don't want to do it. So now, if someone contacts me about family portraits, I'm like, I don't want to. But if I've done like literally, I've shot like families' kids as they've grown up. I just don't have the heart to say no anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see here. What is something you wish more people knew about fine art photography? Um, so it's funny because I have a hard time with fine art because I don't know what it means. Like, so. <laughs> or, I, excuse me. So with or what about maybe or, conceptual yeah. photography then? Because you are kind of okay, like, you yeah. are kind of like fine art conceptual. But yeah. Conceptual, yeah. So... The one thing, the only thing that I think has ever kind of bugged me in the back of my mind is when someone starts to say, you're not a photographer because Ugh. of all the post-processing I do. I w- yeah. And, and, and so I understand. So I'm okay if you want to say like, you're a digital artist and okay, great. Whatever you want to label me, I don't give a crap. However, I used my camera and I shot this stuff the right way. Yeah. I am a photographer first and foremost. What I choose to do with it afterwards may put me in a different category if I'm going to submit to a certain contest, right? But I'm a photographer. I'm also one hell of a composite artist, a retoucher. Like, I don't have just one thing. So I I think that's the only thing that's ever kind of stuck in my craws Mm -hmm. (laughs) is is if, because there are people that are purists and good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's great. Shoot all the film you want. I'm going to play with Photoshop. You know, and, and... and I retouch for people and I'm not changing their yeah. photo, mm. right? So, but I would never say that that's not their art because I retouched for them, mm. you know? So that's to me what it feels like. It yeah. feels like a, someone on the outside saying, you're not a photographer because you composited or changed this. And I'm like, yes, but I also used a camera to take all the photos. Mm. I then stitched together seamlessly. <laughs> so that bugs me. Do you ever throw the darkroom argument back in their face where they're like, oh, well, people used to do this in the darkroom. No. Because I have on other people's behalf. (laughs) No, no, because honestly, to me, you're an artist if you feel you're an artist. Yeah. I don't care how you create or what you create. Um, I don't care if your work looks good or looks like crap. Are you an artist? Good for you. Mm -hmm. Who am I to judge? And I feel that way because who are you to judge me? And so who am I to judge you? Like, I don't care. We're all at different paths in our journey. We all like art is so subjective. Like you like it, you don't, it doesn't mean anything. Like if you don't like my stuff, I don't care. Um, do you like me as a person? If you don't, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay. And it's okay. Like, I'm not going to get mad at that. As I've gotten older, I've calmed way down. Um, so I don't, I don't really care much anymore, but when you start to tell someone they're not an artist or they're not a photographer you're not a painter because you do this. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, like no that, that's cool. just like take your judgment, 
and stick it up your bum. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh my God. Do you have any advice for someone that wants to start getting into that kind of conceptual fine art photography genre? Um, yeah, I would say don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to, you don't feel like you have to take courses, pay for stuff, like figure it out the way you're going to figure it out. Right. Like mm-hmm. watch YouTube. If so, someone said to me yesterday, like, Oh, I've kind of taught myself. I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I could feel it in his voice that he was almost shaming himself. And I was like, yep, that's how I learned. Yeah. Like, don't ever feel bad about that. Jump in and however you learn, go with that. Yeah. There's no right way. There's there's literally a million ways to learn, a million ways to get started. Just do it. And if someone tells you you're doing it wrong, take it with a grain of salt. Right. Because especially with something like Photoshop, there's no wrong. Does it work for you? If it works for you, keep doing it. Yeah. If you find a better way, awesome. Do that too. That's my biggest thing yeah. is there's so many people that are like, this is right, this is wrong. Sometimes, yes, right? Like yeah. if you're getting technical. No, right? yeah. But most of the time, okay, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. How would you do it? Yeah. And that's kind of how I throw stuff back. So so it's not, a, it's not about... Um, I don't ever want anyone to feel bad or shamed or embarrassed. And if you, your work sucks, cool. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Cause it won't. Yeah. Just keep learning. And and you're going to think it sucks, but other people aren't. So just recognize that. Like I think half my work is garbage and you guys are like, this is awesome. And I was like, nah. Um, so you're always going to think your work sucks. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what I want people to know. Like just keep going. I love that. I think that's, um, excellent, excellent advice. I have mm, two more questions for you. Okay. <laughs> what is something you're looking forward to in the next little while? Do you have any um, big upcoming projects that you want to plug? Or is there like something in your life that's going to be changing? What, what are you looking forward to? <laughs> like right now, I'm like another cup of coffee. <laughs> um, I am really, really looking forward to just trying to take a shit ton of pictures of you guys in mass so then I can work on stuff and put it out Um, I think what I'm looking most forward to in the coming months is what ideas come to me and what I can start to put out and then maybe starting to think about do I want to submit to to galleries? Do I want to submit to shows? Like, what do I want to do next? I'm very excited to figure it out. So I have just submitted to a show recently that I got into. Mm. And then my photos used on all the posters and promos. <gasps> That's amazing. And I didn't even think I was going to get in. So yeah. to me, it was like a small little win that I was like, okay, Sarah, just do it more. Just mm-hmm. do it more. So it gave me that little kick. So what I'm most excited about is riding the wave of that kick in this week to actually do stuff because that's where I, I fail. That's yeah. where I fall down is I'll have a, an idea or I'll want to do something and I won't do it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to like the month after PPE because I'm going to, I'm, it'll give me the kick and the boost and the energy to just do something. I'm really excited to see what you come <laughs> up with. Okay. My last question okay. is would you still continue on this kind of conceptual fine art journey or would you do something different if I was to right now slide across a big stack of like $10 million? What are you asking me to do? Mm-hmm. Cause it depends. So it would depend Honest, honestly, this is my honest answer. It would depend on, does that feel good to me or not? Not the money. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good to me to do no, what I, she wants me to do? If I just plopped down $10 million and was like, happy birthday. And said what? Bye. What would you do? What would you do with the money? Oh, what would I go do with yeah. it? What oh. would, you, would you still create stuff or would you just... Yes. So if I would... Nobody I work with is listening. I would quit my day job. Hell yeah. Um, because that's the path I'd like to go anyways. But um, I think I would quit my day job to have more time to travel and do art. Yeah. Um, which I'm trying to, which I'm trying to do anyways. Yeah. But if I had like, here are your unlimited resources, go. It, $10 million is going to get me far. Oh yeah. Um, that's what I would do. And I would use it to give myself more time to create. So yeah. literally that, 
that's the path I would take because that's all I want to do these days. And, you know, you have a day job and you're like, I don't want to do this. I just want to create. And so it would, it's, it's the time it's giving myself more time. So far, every single person that I've talked to, if I've asked them that question, they've all said that they would still create stuff. They just wouldn't you know, try and get clients or they would, they, you know, they would end, you know, the business side of stuff. And that's all they would do is just create art. So I'm like, hell yeah. So <laughs> it's so easy for me. I don't have clients. Yeah. So yeah, like, I don't have to even worry about getting rid of the business yeah. side. I don't have one. And so <laughs> maybe I would, I would work on that. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe yeah. I'd start one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I always say that if someone gave me $10 million, I would just create like the most epic studio and then just rent it to all my friends for really cheap. And I'd buy oh, prints of all my friends' artwork and I'd hang it around the studio. Oh, and then, you're I'd, so and then I'd buy myself a car. Oh, and then I'd buy myself <laughs> a car. You're so cute. You're so cute. Um, yeah, I would just, I would, I would use it so my husband and I could travel even more and yeah. see stuff. And he's very supportive. So he'll stand there and watch my camera bag while I go off into the woods and do weird stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> This is awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited that you wanted to do this. Oh, my And gosh. that you were super cool with us just sitting in, the, like, basically the middle of the Javits. Yeah, and I don't just care. hanging out and it's chatting. Awesome. And I feel like a rock star. I'm talking into a mic. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm really, really happy you wanted to do this. Thank you so much. Thank you for asking me. This was so fun. I'm glad you thought it was fun. Yes, it was. I mean, it was kind of like I hope I didn't bore anyone. Sorry. No, you're not boring at all. It was amazing. I mean, it took 45 minutes for me to drop an F-bomb, so that's a long time for me, guys. Ah, (laughs) It is going to be labeled explicit, so, you know, whatever. Okay, I don't care. Well, I certainly don't. No, me neither. (laughs) Ah, dude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.